Okay, we're restarting. Well, welcome we, back. We just messed up on accident, but welcome back, episode twenty-seven. Episode twenty-seven. Um, we are we are recording two episodes today, because uh, we're going out of town, both of us. He is being taken to Cancun for yeah. some business for business inquiries. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And I'll be in Vegas watching Bro, the Chiefs Raiders. If I find our bartenders, I'm FaceTiming all you guys immediately. Please, I, I wanna I haven't yeah, I wanna talk to them. That'd be so, so awesome. I, our bartenders are so sick. That would be the like if you get a FaceTime call, bro, just know. Bet. <laughs> That'd yeah. be so awesome. Because you'll be there all week next week, huh? Yeah. I get back uh next uh Saturday, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we oh, leave yeah, this maybe. Saturday. Yeah. Next Saturday. It'll That's be fun sick. though, but I don't think we're going to the same resort. We're going oh, to a Garza, but it's like in Puerto Vallarta, I think. Oh, it's not. I yeah, see. not the same one. I don't the know. Bartenders why. still could be there. Yeah, they could because when I went, uh, when we went, like the bartender that I had the last time wasn't there, so yeah, maybe he was somewhere maybe he's on a different one. And it's all Garza; it's all connected. Yeah, so, that, so yeah, they could just get sent somewhere else. True. Anyways, uh, it's the end of the month, so we're gonna do our special episode. We we're gonna do an unsolved cases. Type. Yeah, instead of um the philosophy. Instead of the philosophy test. So okay, there's a video, cool. So we have got this case. Let's share it. Um Oh my dogs can't be letting those free. The dogs are just out. So we got this case. It's can you solve the Stonewood mystery case file? And on duty, detective blue collar comedy. That's us, baby. <laughs> Blue collar comedy on duty. Okay, let's see. Should we read the or should we watch, watch the video, the video first? first? Watch okay. the video first. Here's the video. I'm full screen. Where's our sound? Where's the sound at G? Might uh go here. Always having technical difficulties out here. Oh yeah. Always. <laughs> Because it's, it's really weird. It's like you have to do um, like from the computer or whatever. Yeah. There we go. Okay. It should right, work. Here we go. In a shocking development, the body of 17-year-old Emily Williams was found in her home this morning. Emily, a popular student at Stonewood University, was discovered by her parents after returning from a weekend away. Police haven't released any details about the cause of death, but sources say that Emily's body showed signs of a violent struggle. The community is in shock and grief over the tragedy, and many are expressing their condolences on social media. No suspects have been named out this time, but detectives are actively working on the case and are asking for any information that may help lead to an arrest. The victim's family is asking for privacy during this difficult time. Updates will be provided as information becomes available. If you have any information that may be relevant to the case, please contact the Stonewood Police Department. Okay. Okay. You, you changed the sound to our mics, right? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it just automatically is like, hello. Yeah, we're good. Where is it at? Just right here. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. okay. 
Um, so that was the video. So she was on a trip and so she was on a trip and came home and, and was dead. Okay. <laughs> so that <laughs> detectives, if by some miracle you do manage to solve this case, please take care to not tell anyone the ending or write about the plot on social media because they will give the game away. This ain't no game. This ain't this isn't a game, bro. We are so serious about this. Like take your time to look through all the evidence linked via the menu above. Mm-hmm. See if you can find any conflicting information linked to the suspects. Okay. If and when you reach a conclusion, click the submit report button at the top of the screen to send it to me. Where is that? Oh, so that's like evidence, oh, okay. victim details, okay. incident report. Okay. Right, so scroll down. Okay. You go. go. Oh. Okay. We'll right. switch off every paragraph. Go. Detective, you're probably you probably have heard by now, but we're reopening the case of Emily Williams in the hope that a fresh pair of eyes can find something in the collection of evidence we've recovered back from May in 2021. Wow, two years ago. Yeah. Is this real? No. No. There's no way. If no. it's real and we solve it, that'd be crazy. This is real and, <laughs> and they're just making bands off this. <laughs> okay, you go. Oh, yeah. The murder was carried out in a peaceful town of Stonewood Meadows, where something like this happening certainly created a shockwave throughout the local community. The family has reached out to us and tra- out to us to try and give one last push to find the culprit so they f- can finally put this horrific incident to bed and find some closure. Grab a pen and paper. They have a good read. All of the available documentation we've got on file for the case. If you manage to find something our other officers missed, click the button at the top of the screen to submit a, a report to me. If you crack the case, you'll be in a chance with this to scoop a cash reward. Ooh, okay. I'm putting, putting my faith in you. Yeah. To bag us a result. Okay. Good luck. Good luck. Chief Superintendent Morris, Stonewood Police Department. Okay. Okay. Bet. Bet. All right. Scroll up. Boy. Scroll up. Scroll up. Don't do it. Just scroll up. Okay. All right. Incident report. Okay. Oh, gosh. The victim details I don't want to see. It just has, like, actual horrific pictures. Seriously. I'm like, okay, sick. Okay, incident report. Okay. Date? Whoa, hold up. 17. It's the 17th of May. It's backwards. Okay, okay. It's third in British. Time, 10 a.m. Location, that's the address if you guys want to go there. (laughs) She was 17, and her sex was female. female. only two of them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay, you start. We'll switch. The details. At approximately 10 a.m. on May 17th, 2021, the Stonewood Police Department received a call from Mr. and Mrs. Williams after finding their daughter unresponsive in their family home at that address. Okay. Officers found the victim, Emily Williams, uh, deceased in the kitchen. Okay. See crime scene photo. Yeah, the victim's body showed signs of trauma and ligature. Ligature marks on her neck. So that means something was like wrapped around her neck. Ooh, like a choking, yeah. maybe. Yep. Indicating that she had been strangled. Okay. Oh, look, look. Yeah. Mm, With mm, an object crazy. of some sort. See, we are just already on We're this already case. Already ahead of them. All right, this is too easy. <laughs> okay, you Upon go. Upon arrival at the scene, officers noted that there were no sign of foreign force entry, which <sighs> led us to believe the victim knew her attacker. I say. Or there was just a key under the door. Ex-boyfriend, I say it. I'm calling it right now. Ex-boyfriend? Like, what? 
five minutes in, I'm calling it. Ex-boyfriend came over. She was saying something crazy to him, and he was not having it. <laughs> Let's see. The victim's parents reported that they had last seen their daughter alive on Friday the 14th, so three days before at 4 p.m. when they left for a weekend away. They discovered her body on Monday morning close to 10 a.m. when they returned home. Ow. So three days. Bro. That's got to be a That's horrific way to find your daughter. That's you rough. go on vacation with your boo and come home to see your daughter just strangled. strangled. Yeah. The suspects have been listed <clears throat> and profiled in the database along with the evidence gathered, including from in and around the crime scene reporting officer. The us. worst signature of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. And that was the right. incident go to report. Details. Personal profile. No. All right. We'll start with personal profile. Okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> I have nothing to say. I don't want to say anything. I got nothing to say. Right. Um, who submitted that? Ninety-eight photo? pounds, dude. She was at seventeen small. years old. She is tiny. Okay, so and she's five five. That is she's anorexia yeah. at its finest. For real, no wonder she was strangled. Wowzers. Okay, so blonde, green eyes, hobbies, makeup, and true crime. Weird. Weird parents, Mr. and Mrs. Williams, Jason Williams, brother Jason Williams, Jason Williams. What do you think he's buff? Her brother, grandparents, (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Williams. Well, no shit, her grandparents are them. (laughs) All right, relationship with Marcus Thompson. Okay, residence, but it's current. All right, scroll down. Study at Stonewood. Okay, me. Emily Williams was a 17-year-old university student in the United Kingdom. She was a bright and outgoing young woman with a passion for music and a close group of friends. Emily lived with her parents in a quiet neighborhood in the suburbs. Emily was in a relationship with Marcus Thompson for a little over a year, but had recently mentioned a feeling of distance, which appeared to be affecting her mentally. Despite this, Emily remained close with her group of friends, including her best friend, Madison Scott. I really don't know what to say, except for I'm calling it, bro. I really don't know what to say other than that. Next paragraph. (laughs) Emily was also receiving tutoring from Mrs. Elizabeth Price, a strict and highly regarded tutor in the community. However, Emily had recently been struggling with her studies and has been at odds with Miss Price over her academic performance. Emily was a well-liked and respected member of her local community, Christ. Her murder came as a shock to everyone who knew her and her friends and family were determined to see justice served for her untimely death. Okay. That's all that page, right? Yeah. All right. Crime scene. Oh, geez. No crime scene. It's going to have a picture probably. It probably will. Yeah. Crime scene photograph. Okay. So here is the body. (laughs) Here. Her necklace was taken off. And why is... What is that? A wallet? Or... That's her purse. Purse. Okay. What's her name? A necklace. Has E on it. Does it? Oh, yeah. It's an E. Yeah, yeah. For Emily. Scroll down a little bit. Okay, scroll up. For authorized users only, unauthorized access. Okay, scroll up. We got some flowers. We got the laundry in the kitchen, which is really weird. They're British. Okay. And some kind of bay window here, it looks like. Or maybe the picture is like a fisheye. 
You know what Scroll I mean? Scroll back down. What's what's the reflection here? That's what I'm trying is to that look at. A desk or yeah, it looks like a desk. Scroll Can back I down. Zoom what in? is that? E. Scroll down. Oops. Wait. More. So the necklace has an E on it, and it's off. E. Her boyfriend's Marcus. E for Emily. Yeah. Okay. Like, doesn't Kayla have a K? Yeah. Okay, go up. Go up more. I, I, that doesn't really do much. Yeah. Scroll back up. Okay. Go to autopsy. Oops. Okay. Autopsy report. <clears throat> Emily Williams, 19. Postal code. Length, 5'5". <laughs> five, five. Hair blonde, beard, not applicable. <laughs> L. Blood type, O positive, alcohol and blood. Oh. A. So she was crunky. Two. Zoloft was in her blood, time of death. Zoloft? That's an antidepressant. Yeah, scroll down. Examination of the victim's body revealed evidence of physical trauma, including ligature marks on the neck and bruising on the arms and face. The victim's neck also showed signs of blunt force trauma indicating that she was likely strangled with a weapon Mm -hmm. or object the victim's body was also found with defensive wounds suggesting that she fought back against her attacker Mm -hmm. toxology results showed that the victim had a blood alcohol of 0.08 indicating that she had consumed alcohol prior to her death the victim's stomach context also revealed that presence of prescription medications, which may have been taken in combination with alcohol. And you can't drink on that stuff. Based on the evidence, it is our conclusion that the victim died as a result of asphyxiation due to strangulation. All right, scroll down. Okay. Dude, you know what this right here reminds me of? Kobe Bryant. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I don't know, because I've seen so many TikToks about like his autopsy report, and it's just horrifying and gruesome bro location of autopsy path labs date 19 so i was what two days after her murder yeah yeah yeah. 17th go back up okay suspect profiles okay who are the suspects if it's not her boyfriend i'm pissed oh for sure mr thompson so that's the that's her boyfriend isn't it no yeah marcus 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 thompson yeah 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 M. Scott is that the M. Scott is the uh, isn't the, the, is the teacher the teacher and yeah. then Williams is the brother. Yep, the, her brother. Yeah. Chill. We don't need all that. Click on Marcus Thompson. Okay, can I zoom? Okay, Marcus Thompson, twenty-one, male, five ten, one sixty-two, five ten. <laughs> Travels, cars, relationship. With Emily, Emily Williams, background, Marcus was 21, Emily's boyfriend at the time of the murder. He's considered He's one 21. of the main... Yeah. And main, she's 17. Yeah. That's, that's a crime. Yeah, it is a crime. <laughs> He's the main suspect. He lives with his mom, which is a short walk from the home. And he lives with his mother. <laughs> he was also a student and very popular and was liked by his tutors. His grades were good. Um, he's working for a local company as a psychotherapist. A trainee psycholo- psych- 
psychotherapist. Psychotherapist. <laughs> I have no idea. He was noteworthy mentioned as its criminal record. He has oh he has oh, a speeding he ticket. He has a speeding ticket. Okay. Very low of opinion. On, he doesn't like oh he the doesn't brother. like Jason. Okay. okay. Go back. And maybe the brother doesn't like him. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Maybe he's a stepbrother. Can I zoom, bro, oh, or what? Let's scroll. Like, okay, let me zoom in. she's a seventeen-year-old. Sorry. Oh no, this is her friend. Yeah, this is her, her tutor. Oh no, wait. this is her friend. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, her best friend. Okay. Seventeen-year-old, part-time. Alula Flowers. She was Emily's best friend since twenty sixteen, when they moved in the area. Move the cursor. The reason Madison and her mother relocated was due to problems at Madison's former college. She left it after getting unfair rep- reputation reputation really for being manipulated, manipulative, and being known to get what she wants. Mm-hmm. That sounds sussy. Mm-hmm. She's been single. So there's motive there. Yeah, there is. Because she's... If she's jealous or something. She's jealous that she has a boyfriend and She that. has a boyfriend and all she this. She dislikes brother. Everyone doesn't like Williams. All right, go okay. to Okay, he's got to be like yeah, go to, a go dickhead to or something. Look at him. I I, I, I guarantee know. it. He's yeah. <laughs> 22. So he lives... He's unemployed. He's an older sibling. He has a troubled past... Um, he's gotten in a physical fight with Emily over a disagreement about money on the 15th. Physical two days, fight? Two days, two days okay. before she died. Okay. About money. Or one day, yeah. In the 15th? It says one day before. Okay. But she was dead on the 17th. That's probably when she probably... Because her parents got back the 19th. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Okay. Jason has convictions on his record... Theft from a retail outlet and fraud. Jason has always denied any involvement in his sister's death, but his strained relationship with his sister made him a suspect. All right, go down. Okay, it looks like there's a bunch of them. And who is this? This is the tutor. Okay. Married female who is a tutor. Um, she's been working there for 10 years. Her reputation, reputation in Stowood is without a blemish. She's familiar with the three suspects in this case mm-hmm. with currently being a tutor for, for Madison. The best friend. Yeah. And her boyfriend. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and the brother. And the brother. And previously All the brother. Them, yeah. Okay. So, so no just... criminal background. She's well-respected member of Stonewood Meadows community. She is well-liked by the majority of students at Stonewood. Mm-hmm. She has had a strained relationship with a small minority who failed delivery. Adac- failed to uh, deliver. Academically. Yeah, okay. Is Elizabeth is also well-known to be strict. quite strict with her students, but this appears to have a positive, positive impact. impact on grades. Okay. The only thing I'm sus about is the brother right now is because yeah because everyone... he said he said he got into a fight uh-huh. a day before but she was killed on the 17th not the 16th yeah that so was like weird. that was kind of a slip up and we're for sure that she was killed on the 17th yes okay who is this guy oh the dad oh wait no neighbor neighbor and he's divorced <laughs> oh. and he likes gardening and reading so what if 
He's 54. 54 of them. He's from... He was from the neighboring town. He has a history of anger issues. Okay. And threatened Emily for playing her music too loud. And her parents were out of town. Okay. His ex-wife, Marion, had a restraining order put in place in 2019 to keep him away from their old shared neighboring town on Wooden Spa. Mm-hmm. What does that say? Why is that so small? No, no, it's tiny. No, I don't know what that says. What, the bottom? No further... Details are available for on the reason. Okay. okay. So. So it's just saying the restraining order because. Of, wait, go back. Go back to oh, Jason. Sorry. He has a motive for wanting Emily dead due to his history of anger Whoa. issues and previous threats towards her. He may have snapped at Emily's music and annoyed him and acted out of anger. Okay. I feel like it's either. I don't know. Because like. Go, go up. Marcus, I no reason for him to kill her. Yeah, M, him, M Scott, and Williams. Williams, I don't see a reason to kill her, but other than the fact that the dates don't correlate. E Price, yeah, like she wasn't doing good grades, and she has a really good reputation for tutoring, uh-huh. and her grades were falling. But that's also like she has so the be- she has the best like uh, case file or the suspect file here. So it's like it wouldn't be surprising if it was her. That's the no. only thing. I don't think it was Smith. I think that's too really? out there. You think so? Like it's like he has anger issues. Yeah, he always gets pissed, and she he wants her dead. Yeah, it's like too. Up. Yeah, it's too there. Yeah, that makes sense. Or maybe I'm um, scroll up more interviews. So before we move on, off of first glance, I'm gonna say the brother. Pick two. I'm gonna say the brother, or I'm sticking with the boyfriend. Just because. I think it was either M. Scott. Okay. Madison Scott or the tutor. Okay. Or E. Price. Okay. Interviews. Oh, bet. Videos. Oh, videos? Okay. Oh, bet. Okay, scroll up. Wait. Okay. These are with First all one. the suspects. Okay, this is with Madison, Madison Scott, Scott, the best friend. This is the one I said, huh? Yeah. This interview is being recorded and may be given in evidence if the case is brought to trial. We are in an interview room at Stonewood Police Station. The date is the 18th of May 2021 and the time by my watch is 10.57am. I am PC James Wilson. The other officer present is PC Katie Turpin. Okay. Can you please state your full name and date of birth for the purposes of the recording? Madison Scott. The 11th of April 2004. Okay, Miss Scott. So what can you tell me about the night of the 16th of May? Well, I was home all day. It was a Sunday so I don't usually get up to much. I went out at about 8.40pm to grab a Chinese from the place on Sycamore Road. I returned home at about 9.15pm, and my mom will vouch for that. I bought her favorite, duck chow mein, egg fried rice, a bag of chips, and a barbecue sauce. We shared it between us when I got home. And you went straight from your house to the takeaway and then home? Well, not exactly. I was going to nip in and see Emily before going, but decided not to, and yes, I headed to the Chinese and then back home. 
What were you going to see Emily for? Any particular reason? And why did you change your mind? I was going to speak to her about how things were going with Marcus, her boyfriend. I knew things were a bit rocky with them and wanted to check in on her. So why did you change your mind? Well, I got to the corner of Pine Boulevard and saw Marcus's car parked up. He was in there with Emily kissing and cuddling so I just thought, leave it. And you're 100% sure it was Marcus and Emily? Well, it was dark. But it was definitely Marcus. I was standing facing the passenger side of the car so I could see his face. I could only see the back of the passenger, but I assume it was Emily. Makes sense. She, she said she and saw what them time would this have been? Yeah. And then she it was just around 8.40pm. Okay, she said that she got to the street. She didn't say and she then got turned out of the around, car. No. Yeah, and she said I was and standing at the and window. saw him and said I don't. It was dark, and then she said it was her. Okay, her story is all over the place yeah, keep here. Going. But Marcus, and then she said that was at eight forty, but she didn't leave until eight forty. Dude, I could never be a cop for this reason. Like, if people were telling me different stories, I'd be like, dog. What is going on? Yeah. Like, tell me the I'm real story. Shoot here. you in the face. I know. Tell me what's I going just on. left my house and round to Pine Boulevard. It only takes five minutes to get there. Okay. And did you try to make contact with Emily or Marcus after you'd witnessed them together in the car? I text both of them on Sunday night. I never got a reply from Emily, but Marcus replied with a voice note saying he was driving and he didn't want to talk. Okay. You mentioned before that their relationship was rocky. What can you tell me about that? Well, Marcus told me a week ago that he was 100% done with Emily and he was going to break it off with her. So you and Marcus are quite close. Well, I guess you could say that. I've had a bit of a soft spot for Marcus since the day we moved here. Sus, He's a yeah. nice guy, really. So you didn't hear from Emily at all on the 16th? Oh no, I did. She sent me a text at about 4.30pm saying she just had a massive argument with Marcus. I assumed it was over the breakup thing, and maybe Marcus had finally grown a pair. I told her I'd be round later to check in on her. Okay. Thank you for your time, Miss Scott. Interview terminated at 11. Okay. So she just gave a bunch of, like, evidence... And Marcus is the main culprit here right now. In her story. Yeah, in her story, he's like all over the place. He didn't want to talk to her. She was trying to text them both. And he said that he was going to break up with her. And he was 100% done with her. She like it could be like a thing where they are like kind of messing with each other. And she was mad. And then he was like, no, that didn't happen. And she is accusing him of it. And then he kills her. Right. Yeah. Like that could be easily a thing. So Marcus, I'm watching you, bro. Like. You're not out of the. You're not out of hot water here. This is with Jason. Who's Jason again? He's the brother. Yes, the brother. Okay. Do you want to watch this? I need a piece so badly. Yeah. This interview is being recorded and may be given in evidence if the case is brought to trial. We are in an interview room at Stonewood Police Station. The date is the 18th of May, 2021, and the time is 2:48 p.m. My name is PC James Wilson. The other officer present is DCI Stephen Parker. Can you please state your full name and date of birth for the tape? 
Jason Williams, November 25, 1998. Thank you, Mr. Williams, and thank you for agreeing to come and talk to us during what must be a very testing time. Thanks. I still can't get my head around what's happened, but I'll try and answer all the questions I can. Tell me about the relationship you had with your sister. Did you see each other often? Me and Emily had a strong bond, we were fucking inseparable as kids. It wasn't until I moved out into the flat that we started to drift a little. Emily had uni and I was... Well, I was getting myself in a bit of a mess if I'm honest. What sort of mess? Well, I had, or have, a problem with gambling. And I've been struggling to pay off some debts that I built up over the last few months. Gambling debts? Yeah. And I'm not proud of it. So, when was the last time you seen Emily? I saw her a couple of days before she was found by my parents. We got into a scuffle about money. I'd asked her by text message to loan me some cash, to pay off this debt, but she gave me a shitty attitude in the reply, so I went round and things got a little physical. What do you mean? Things got physical? Well, I know she's got money. She saved all her inheritance from our great-grandma. All I needed was a couple of grand to clear this debt hanging over me. So I went round and tried to plead with her. But, she wasn't having any of it. Told me to get the fuck out. Telling you to get out isn't physical. Yeah, I know. I kinda lost it and lashed out. Grabbed hold of her arm and pushed her back onto her bed. And then what happened? I searched her room for some cash, I'm sure she keeps it in there somewhere. And did you find any? No. And then what happened? I left, and walked back to my flat. And did you see Emily again after that at all? Not until I went to see the body at the mortuary. Okay. So what happened about the debt you owed? The day after Emily died, I put a bet on. And unbelievably, I fucking won. Wow, lucky. He's a gambler. Okay. One more question. What can you tell me about Marcus Thompson? He's a dick. He's never been good enough for my sister. Can't stand him. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Williams. So pretty much we'll be in touch. a bunch of gambling debt he had to pay back. That's why he went to confront his sister because his okay. sister, Emily, had inheritance from their grandma. And she wouldn't give it and he pushed no, her on the bed? And he pushed her and then left. Okay, but that was in her room and it was in the kitchen that she died. Yeah. So he's off the table, no, I think. I, I, yeah, it's not him. And the thing about the boyfriend. He's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and the AI. He's a dick. He's a dick. <laughs> All right, oh, Elizabeth I cannot Price. wait for Marcus, bro. Okay, this Let's is Elizabeth. Last. Elizabeth is the tutor, right? Yes. And then this is the neighbor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the tutor. And this is two days after the interviews with those other two. This interview is being recorded and may be used as evidence if the case is brought to trial. The date is the 20th of May 2021 and the time is 9.15am. We are in an interview room at Stonewood Police Station. My name is DCI Stephen Parker. And the other officer present is PC James Wilson. Can you please state your full name and date of birth for the purposes of the tape? My name is Miss Elizabeth Price. 
Date of birth. The 19th of May 1972. Thank you, and happy birthday for yesterday. <laughs> Ms. Price, I assume you know why we've asked you to come into the station? Thanks. Sure. I'm guessing it's about poor Emily. It's unbelievably sad news. I was expecting to see her on Monday morning in my lecture. But she didn't show. Did you know Emily well? Well, I'd been her tutor for a few months now. So, yes. I guess so. We only lived a few minutes away from each other, so I'd see her sometimes when out walking the dog. Did you notice anything unusual about Emily's behaviour in the days leading up to the terrible tragedy? Nothing specific. She was often in my bad books because of the lack of interest she had shown in some of my lectures. I guess it was just a normal week. Emily seemed to often bring her drama to uni. It was something we'd had words about numerous times. But she was a good kid, really. So, there's nothing that jumps out at you? She didn't mention anyone or anything that was bothering her recently. She might have mentioned that she was having trouble with a neighbour. I can't remember exactly. I'm there to teach, unfortunately not to counsel the students. We have a team in place to deal with things like that. Sorry. That's fine. Thank you. So, for the record, can I ask your whereabouts on the evening of the 16th of May? Of course. I was at home with Harry, my husband, most of the night. I took the dog out for a walk at about 7.45. I was out for a while, just walking around the local area. Do you recall so seeing anything suspicious? Just Notice anyone know. hanging around the Pine Boulevard area? And she lives like I honestly didn't. I think I'd remember if I seen something untoward. Sorry. Can I ask what time you got home that evening? It was roughly around 9.45. I always hours. like to make sure the dog gets a really good walk at least once a day. Let's be honest, and it's bro. usually so peaceful out there in the evening. We had a witness come forward saying that you passed by him at the end of Pine Boulevard around 9.30. Would that be about right? Um, yes, that'll be when I was just heading home. And you didn't see anything at all? No cars parked up? Nobody lingering around number 34? Sorry. No. I wish I could be of more use. But I just she's wasn't just, paying attention yeah. like that. She's not. If I'd known something was going on, then of course I'd have been more vigilant. But it was just a normal evening for me. Okay. Normal evening of killing Thank people. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, she said that she didn't see any cars parked outside. And, Nothing. And the other girl, Madison or whatever, said that they were parked outside kissing. Yeah. So, that's at, us. At like 9.30. Yeah. Or like 9... Nine o'clock, and she said that she didn't see. No, any. it was like eight forty-five or something. Yeah, and she said that she didn't see anything, and she and she also said that she lives like minutes away from. She, like she lives in the neighborhood. So one of them are lying there. Yeah, and it kind of seems like she is just because she was being very discreet about 
what she was saying. Yeah. She wasn't saying really anything. Yeah, do the neighbor now. Okay. You're the neighbor. Okay, this is the neighbor. And there's a day after. This interview is being recorded and may be used as evidence if the case is... The other officer present is PC James Wilson. Can you please state your full name and date of birth for the purposes of the recording? Hi. I'm John Smith. Date of birth is December 13th, 1966. Thank you, Mr. Smith. Now, you're here to help us with our inquiries into the murder of your neighbor Emily Williams. That's right. How can I help you? I'll be honest, Mr. Smith. We've had a couple of people mention that you and Emily might have had a few issues since you moved into number 36. Is that right? Oh, Emily. Yeah, we had words. More than once. She was a real pain at times. Tell me about that. Well, music, parties, banging. You name it, she did it. As soon as her parents went out the door, I knew <laughs> I was in for a headache. Mm -hmm. That must have gotten really frustrating for you. <laughs> Tremendously. It was most weekends. I spoke to her parents a few times, oh, but buddy. they did nothing. I tried being polite to her, but she just laughed in my face. <laughs> I did well to hold back at times, I'll tell you. So tell me about the 16th of May. Well, the music was blasting. The doors were slamming. She had a blazing argument outside with some chap. She was lucky the music stopped about half ten because I was getting ready to go round. And did you go round Mr. Smith? No. Like I said, the music went off before eleven, so I couldn't really say a lot could I. We had another witness come forward and say that a man matching your description was seen lingering outside number 34 during the day. Looking inside the windows? Was that you, Mr. Smith? I might have peered in to see what the noise was about at some point. But that was it. I didn't go round her house. I was on my front garden. Which is not a crime. Fair enough. Can I ask about your ex-wife? Oh, here we go. I knew this was going to come up. Go on. <laughs> what do you want oh, to know? Oh, here we go. We were just wondering why there is a restraining order in place to stop you going near to her house. We can't seem to find any details on the case here. Oh well. I don't particularly want to talk about it. It's not relevant to this conversation at all. You have a history of anger issues, Mr. Smith. Am I under arrest for being angry in the past? Of course not. We're just trying to establish the facts about this case. So you're telling us that you didn't see Miss Williams, apart from looking through her window at some point in the afternoon. <laughs> and you definitely didn't go around to number 34? It was in the morning. But yes, that's what I'm saying. I seen her in the morning through her living room window, and heard her multiple times throughout the day. Look, I feel bad for her, and the family, of course, I do but I can't help the fact that someone had it in for her. Thank you, John. Listen, we'll be in touch if we need to speak to you again. So, he does it seem... It didn't seem that so. Yeah, he, but he does definitely have anger issues. Like, he's getting pissed about him just asking questions. Oh, yeah. I don't think he I would don't think do, that's real. I don't think he would kill her at all. No, I don't think so either. How he would even get in. 
Yeah. Mm, yeah. I and know. she, I don't think she would let him in. No. So she wouldn't. that doesn't. Yeah. That has to be someone that she would let in. Uh-huh. Like Marcus. And everyone said they've all This interview Mar- is yeah. being recorded and may be used as evidence should the case end up going to trial. We are in an interview room at Stonewood Police Station. The date is the 21st of May 2021 and the time is 4.10 p.m. My name is DCI Stephen Parker. And the other officer present is PC James Wilson. Can you please state your full name and date of birth for the purposes of the tape? Marcus Thompson. 6th of the 6th, 1999. Thanks Marcus. So, you're a hard man to get hold of, aren't you? Yeah, sorry about that. I had a trip scheduled weeks before any of this happened. I couldn't just cancel on such short notice. The plans were more important than staying here to try and help the family of your girlfriend. Well, obviously not. But me and Emily hadn't been seeing eye to eye lately, and I just needed some time away to clear my head. So where did you go? I went to London. I've been thinking of moving out of town lately. I was down there looking at the available properties. When did you leave for this trip down south? I left Stonewood Meadows at about 10 o'clock on Sunday night. I wanted to miss the traffic. So I left late and stayed in a hotel in Harrow. Can you Mm. see why this looks a bit fishy to me? Yeah. I mean, you're Mm. traveling 100 miles away, literally an hour after your girlfriend has been murdered. It's not a good look, is it? I can see how it looks. And yeah, it's not a good look. But I had absolutely nothing to do with this. Why would you even think that? You know we've had a statement from a witness that seen you arguing with Emily during Sunday afternoon? Yeah, yeah, I know. I get it. So what was the argument about? You know. Relationship stuff. (laughs) Me and Emily haven't really been getting along lately, and things just got a bit heated. So you have your argument on Sunday afternoon? Then where did you go? I went back home. I packed some stuff and just chilled out till I went to London. So you didn't go out again on Sunday until you left for London? I might have popped to the shop down on Sycamore Road, but nothing special. Not that I remember. And what time would that have been? I guess around 8 o'clock. Yeah, wait. I did go out in the car on Sunday night. I was just taking in the sights of the town. I was probably out for close to an hour. Dude. So you were in the area around 9 o'clock? I guess, yeah. But listen. I didn't kill Emily. We might have been having problems. But I wouldn't kill her. We were together for around a year. I just wanted to explore my options a bit. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Thompson? Can I ask if you were seeing someone else at the time of Emily's murder? There you go. I'd rather not say. Yep. Mr. Thompson, your lack of an answer speaks volumes. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that'll do for now. For you seeing Madison, it's got to be Madison. Yep. Or Marcus. Yep. I don't know what Elizabeth is talking about not seeing anybody. Yeah, she's stupid. Actually, no. 
Marcus and Madison Kilder because there was nobody on the street. No one was parked on the street. Yeah, that's both what... Marcus and Madison's stories are both fake. Yeah, they both because it, it doesn't up. align at all. Mm-hmm. Scroll up. Witness statements. And he is like super sussy. Oh, yeah. But also, it feels like it's kind of like going right to him. So I feel like it, it, it last second it could drive off to yeah. someone else, right? I don't know. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. This is D. Williams. Who's D? And that is so tiny. Holy. I'm the father of Emily Wilmot. Williams, this is my statement of the events. My wife and I returned home from the weekend. We arrived at 9.55 a.m., parked the car as normal. Nothing seemed suspicious. Then we walked to the front door and heard the deafening sound of silence. Emily was on early, was an early riser. I cannot. So it was unusual not to hear her at all. Both Elaine. Oops. Oops. My boy, what you doing? Let me read it. Okay. Both Elaine and I walked through the kitchen where we noticed Emily lying on the floor. At first glance, I thought she passed out. It wouldn't be the first time she had a few drinks during the weekend. I tried to wake her, but as I touched her, her skin was white as a ghost, and then alarm bells started ringing in my head. I also noticed what looked like red burn marks around her neck as if something had been rubbed around her throat. I told Elaine to call an ambulance and the police. We made sure not to touch anything in the kitchen, just waited just in case the police arrived on the scene, escorted out of the house. Okay, go next. Then who's this? Elaine Williams, the mom. Um, Both David and I returned home from a trip away. At 10 a.m., we both entered the house together and went straight to the kitchen after dropping our bags in the hallway. Emily was lying face down on the kitchen floor with her purse and necklace next to her mouse. I knew there was something wrong. I just hadn't, I just had that feeling. David tried to wake her, but she didn't respond. He pointed out some marks across her neck, which looked like she had been strangled. David shouted at me to call an ambulance, so I did call 911 or 999. I told the operator that looked. Like our daughter had been attacked, we sat next to Emily on the floor, waited for emergency services. Okay. Lethia Higgins, I live, and this is what I saw. Who is it? She lives across the street. Okay. I was walking back from the local shop around 4 p.m. the day the murder when I saw Emily. Williams and Marcus Thompson arguing outside Emily's house. I couldn't hear what they were saying, but it looked like they were really angry with each other. Emily was gesturing wildly and Marcus was trying to calm her down. I didn't think much of it at the time, but now that I know what happened, it seems like it could be important. I'm sorry I didn't come forward sooner, but I didn't realize this is at 4 p.m. So that makes sense for both, but it doesn't make sense for... um, uh, the best friend story because she said that he was outside arguing with her at, at like night. Eight. Yeah, yeah, it was like not, eight. and he said that it was during the day. Yeah. Who's this? Want me to read it? You're good. I was walking home at work at the chip shop around nine thirty. 
the night of the murder when I crossed paths with my tutor, Miss hmm. Prince, near El- Emily Williams' house. She was heading in the direction of Cedar Road where we met on Pine Boulevard. I was a little surprised to see her there so late at night, but I didn't think much at the time. I said hello, but she was looking at her phone and completely ignored me. I remember it vividly because Miss Prince was my English tutor this last term, and we got on really well. I thought, well, at least I thought we did. All right, next. She's sus too, though. The teacher Mm -hmm. or the tutor, yeah. I am, oh, wow. I'm Dane Scott, mother of Madison Scott, and I give the statement in recollection to the murder of Emily Williams. My daughter did go out of the house before 9 p.m. that night on the 16th. She returned home much quicker than I expected. She came home at 9, and I remember it she clearly said, because she left before 9. And isn't this nine. the mom of the best friend? Yes. And she said that she came home, um, and it, it was like an it was hour. Like 10. Or, yeah. So that's she came home in the door something about her friends and I told her to be whatever I could listen to the that was my favorite part as far as I'm aware Madison did not leave the house again that night although I did go to the bed at 10 p.m. very sus but she's lying that she didn't bring home any food she didn't yeah she brought home food and she said my mom will account for that which obviously Mm -hmm. not and she didn't this is the owner of the Chinese takeaway, ooh, takeout. Okay, I would like to make a statement to say I cannot verify the account of Madison Scott attending the workway on Sunday, sixteenth. Oh my gosh! Sunday is one of our like busiest nights of the week, and on May sixteenth was no different. We have a lot of customers come in to collect orders. Blah blah blah. It's simply not possible for me to call every customer that comes in. Wow. It so she sounds, may have may not been there. It sounds to me like this is a classic case of framing. She's the one who killed her, and she's framing Marcus because that would make sense. Yeah. What are we at? We got 10 minutes to solve it. Go to evidence. Hurry. Okay. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Oh, wow. No, go to location, location map. map. I doubt that will do much for us. Let's... Oh. Yeah, this is just the map. This doesn't really matter. So Pine. This is Marcus road. Thompson, red. Who's blue? John Smith. Wait, what? right next to him. No, Emily Willis is Emily. Okay, that's them. And then Marcus is green. Here, Madison is purple, light purple, magenta. Oh, this dark one. purple is Elizabeth Price. Okay, the t- tutor. And so Jason she, Williams. Okay. is the brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's chill. Email and SMS records. That's that's going to be an important one. Yeah, and the timing and the of all these. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anonymous. I would like to report suspicious activity surrounding the murder of Emily Williams in Stonewood Meadows. I was talking. I was walking down Pine Boulevard at around three p.m. on the sixteenth May. I seen the neighbor standing out front her house, just staring through her window. Okay, that's true. But he, he it, said it was in the morning, though. Did he? Yeah. And this is Miss Transport for Lunch, London. Oh, okay. It's a receipt. Wait, hold on. Let me see the time. What time, yeah. Sunday, 16th, end date, Monday. Is M. There... Thompson. 
that's for Marcus. What what's the time okay. here? Ten fifty PM Sunday, May sixteenth. So we bought it after Yeah. The murder, maybe? Very sus. The tutor. I hope everything's okay. I expect to see you in class this morning. We have some really important talk that's coming up. Okay, yeah. See, she seems fine because it's she's... us at the same time, though. I don't. Yeah, because that could be covering her tracks, yeah. also. If she's that meticulous. Yeah. Is there any? Oh, jeez. Okay. I know you probably hate me right now, but I'm really a tight spot, and I need your help. This is a brother. Okay. Okay. Just saying he needs help. I'll pay you back. Just Whatever. Okay. No. I can't keep yelling you out. Uh huh. Next. Maddie. Who's Maddie? The friend. What's happening, hun? Like, like you, you don't, don't already What the know. fuck are you talking about? Marcus. Marcus. Oh, man, I'll come over later. Okay, that ma- matches up. So you didn't break it off with Emily then? And then that voice message that he said. What did he say again? No, you have to go back to the voice. Go up. Or go down, actually. Let's look at the other ones. So they're in the car. Uh-huh. Actually at 1013. Wowzers. Emily, Marcus, I, never meant, I never meant things in this way. 9.51. Maddie, I assume everything Jason. Emma, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put this. Yeah. So she he was. Maybe it, maybe it was him. The brother? Yeah. You think? Good audio files. Okay. How long are these? And she can join in. I look at it. She can join in if she gets here. And we can finish this up. This is eight thirty six. A voice from inside John Smith's house. Go to that one. This one first. No, or whatever works. Audio inside. At the tone, please record your message. It will. That's music. Who's this? Why is he breathing so heavy? He's breathing way too heavy. Wait, keep playing it. Keep playing? I don't think anything else happens. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was a woman. Well, that was inside his house. Yeah. Hold on. I got to hear that last part again. Weird. Nothing else is going to happen. Yo. So it's literally just the dude breathing the whole time. And the music. Whatever. I don't know what. Okay, that is go super, go to the other audio file. Super sus. Get out of here. It's freaking out. Click replay. And then click yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh my gosh. No. Top left. Back. Oh there you go. There you go. Okay, that was super weird. Voicemail. This is a voicemail from Harry or Elizabeth Price. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press yeah. one for more options. Yes, love. If you go to the shop while you're out, grab me a couple of cans, will ya? And what was that phone call about? You seem pretty annoyed when you left. 
Anyway, don't be too long, eh? Love you. Wait, who who is this? That's the husband of Elizabeth. And Elizabeth's the mom? No, is the tutor. Oh. She and she seemed pretty what? Upset. Annoyed. Annoyed, okay.